Welcome back to another exciting episode of Paranormal Stories and Spooky Shiz. I'm your host, Chappie, and let's get into it. All right, welcome back. So I got to thinking today about parallel universes and what they have to do with science and being able to cross over to another parallel dimension and if that's possibly what explains the Mandela effect. So with that in mind, let's jump over to some articles and see what we can get into today. The first article is going to be from exemplore.com. Stories of Crossing Over to Parallel Dimensions or Worlds by Gene Strasser. All right. Can we cross over to a parallel dimension? The concept of crossing between dimensions began when quantum mechanics emerged early in the last century. A new exotic string theory later reinforced it, but pointed to the possibility that other worlds, that other dimensions, exist. Some, Even some of the ideas by physicists have both intriguing and frightening at the same time. Some physicists believe that there could be a baby universe at the end of all the black holes that have formed in the universe. Some have even speculated that every time subatomic particles are smashed together, a universe is born, bubbling off into a parallel world, since this very act is similar to what happened at the Big Bang. So could our own universe have been created in some alien super collider? Quantum mechanics is dependent on the observer, so it postulates that for every decision a person makes in their life, every path they have chosen, there is an alternate path that exists in a virtual state. However, this virtual state or states could actually be parallel worlds. How do we get there? Now, if they do exist, how do we get to one? The answer could be the human mind itself. Yes, someday, we may create a device that will allow us to cross over, or even just give us a window to allow us to peek into an, a parallel universe. Some scientists have even stated that the closest parallel world may only be one centimeter away from our very own. But it is not the creative ability of the human mind that may hold the key. It may be the human mind itself. We may have a latent ability and be able to traverse the dimensions by punching through that tiny distance by sheer will or desire. Is there proof? There could be. The following are a number of individuals who possibly crossed over to our universe from another one. All right. The man from a non-existent country. Sometime during the summer of 1954, a well-dressed individual arrived in Tokyo on a flight from Europe. This would seem normal, but when we went through customs, when he went through customs, he was stopped by a customs official because his passport showed that he came from a country called Tared. What was even more interesting was that the passport had been stamped, indicating he had made previous tri trips to Japan. 
The problem is that the country that he came from does not exist. At first, the stranger became upset, and the official, worried that he made a mistake, retrieved a map. The traveler was perplexed when he noticed that his country was not there, located between Spain and France. Instead, the only nation that was there in place of his country was Andorra. When he was further interrogated, they found that even his driver's license was issued in Tared. Waiting for further investigation, he was then put up in a hotel for the night, but by morning, he was not there. He vanished, along with his belongings and the documentation, even though two officers were placed outside the door and the room was on the 15th floor. Creepy. I woke up, and everything was somewhat different. When Lorena Garcia got out of bed one day in the summer of 2008 in her apartment in Madrid, little did she know life was about to change in a very bizarre way. And it began the very moment she woke up. Her bed sheets were not the same ones that she remembered when she went to bed the night before. Initially, she ignored it, even though she was disturbed by the change. But this was only the beginning. More dramatic changes were yet to come. The drive to work was uneventful, but when she arrived, she found out that she now worked at a different department in a different location in the same building. Her manager, whom she did not know and had never met, somehow knew her. When she realized that she was no longer in the department where she had worked for the past 20 years, she had to look at the company directory to find out what she was supposed to be. This event was so unsettling that she went back home claiming illness. If that wasn't weird enough, Lorena was about to hit, about to be hit by another change that would be more personal. She had broken off a relationship about a half a year earlier, but now her boyfriend had no idea that this had happened, and it doesn't end there. For the past few months, she had begun dating again with a man that was a local in her neighborhood, but when she tried to find him, he didn't exist. She filed a report concerning his disappearance, but the police told her there was no record of him. Creepy. Where did this building come from? Frederick Dodson, who is an expert on this very subject and who authored the book Parallel Universes of Self, recounts in the said book how one day when he was when he went to a salon for a haircut he noticed a building next door since he had gone to the salon regularly every 4 weeks or so he was surprised to see it there previously it was an empty lot with a lawn and a park bench now after 4 weeks a building was standing at that spot when he asked the employees who worked at the salon, they said it was built about five years ago. The author did not did state that he applied one of his reality-shifting techniques earlier because before the visit to the salon. Before the visit to the salon. All right. How does the brain shift into another parallel universe? All three of these cases are very interesting, but how do we access the part of the mind that allows us to make the jump? 
do we want to make the jump, considering what Garcia went through? Dodson states that we can learn how to control it so we can transition into the desired reality. If this is true, then did Garcia somehow have a dream that night that allowed her to stumble into another existence? Also, how does this change actually occur? In Dodson's and Garcia's case, it seems as if their consciousness made the trip while the man from the country, Tared, physically crossed over. A physical body trip to another parallel world is easy to understand, but the conscious-only method is tricky to comprehend. If there are many versions of each of us sprawled across an infinite number of parallel worlds, then why is our self-awareness rooted in this reality? If you take one of the principles of quantum mechanics, which states that all other realities are in a virtual state, then they will only manifest as real when they are observed. However, when life changed for Lorena Garcia, she moved into our world. She is the one that came from a parallel dimension. So a possible conclusion is that her consciousness, which was originally here in this world, switched places with the Lorena that is here now. Does the human mind have the ability to teleport the human body? Hypnotherapist Bruce Goldberg has been studying human teleportation for some time. He states that teleportation incidents have occurred throughout history. Dr. Goldberg has found that sensations of teleportation is very close to the sensation of an out-of-body experience, with, but with one exception. It usually begins with a buzzing sound in the head and a tingly feeling, possible popping sound over the left ear, and then a sense of spiraling upward. For teleportation, there is an added feeling where all of these senses narrow or feel constricted. So instead of the spirit leaving the body, the body goes with it and they vanish. Dr. Goldberg claims that there have been modern events where teleportation has occurred and family members have seen loved ones disappear right before them. Also, teleportation is not uncontrollable the person can control it and guide themselves to their destination. But transporting yourself through space is not the only thing that happens. If you think teleportation is crazy enough, it is even more extraordinary to find out that people have claimed to teleport have also claimed that they have moved into parallel worlds. Conclusion The idea of the ability of the human mind to cross into parallel worlds is a crazy concept, but there are many books and videos that state that if you want, you can attract anything into your life, such as money and love. Many people claim that it works. Frederick Dodson points out that if you are doing this, then you are already slipping into parallel dimensions. All right. Let's take a break. <laughs> process that and get back at it after this this episode is brought to you by paramount plus 
Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, jumping to our next article. Um, BuzzFeed's nine eerie stories of people who may experience a parallel dimension. We're going to skip number one because we've already read it. It's about the man from Turid. Number two, four girls who took a wrong turn and found themselves driving in an entirely different, unknown environment. The ladies had been driving on black asphalt in the desert. But after taking a wrong turn, they said they found themselves driving on white cement, surrounded by a grain field and a lake. They spotted a building with a large neon sign, making up intelligible random squiggles. And as they pulled in for assistance, a large group of tall men poured out of the front of the building, seeming shocked and upset, waving their arms at the girls. Then the girls realized these tall men didn't even appear to be human, so they freaked out and drove off. While the girls were driving away, they noticed four peculiar egg-shaped automobiles mounted on tricycle-style wheels were following them. They sped ahead until the mysterious vehicles were out of sight, and when they reached the canyon and drove all the way back through it, they somehow returned to the desert they were originally in. Glad to be back, but unable to figure out the mysterious place they'd just gone, or how they arrived. Weird. This is the one I've heard before. The green-skinned children who simply just appeared here. Back in the 12th century, two children, a brother and a sister, allegedly popped up in the village of Woolpit in Suffolk, England. They had greenish-colored skin, spoke an unknown language, wore bizarre clothing, and initially refused to eat any food other than raw beans. They were taken in, cared for, and eventually they adapted, developing a taste for food and losing the green hue in their skin. Shortly after, the boy became sick and died, but after learning to speak English, the girl explained that she and her brother were from a place where the sun didn't shine bright and it was perpetually twilight. She and her brother were there herding their dad's cattle when they heard some loud noise, and were suddenly in a new place when they were eventually discovered in Woolpit. The girl grew up and integrated herself into her new surroundings. Though it remained unknown how she and her brother ever got there, the girl went on to get married and live her life here in a dimension that might not actually be her place of origin. Number four, the woman who woke up one night with her life suddenly slightly altered. Well, we've already read this one. It's about Lorena Garcia waking up in a different reality. Number five, the cabin in Markawazi Stone Forest that leads to a parallel dimension. One day, a woman and her friends were camping at a site near the mysterious forest when they heard music coming from a small stone cabin that was lit up by torches. 
They claim to see people wearing 17th century fashion dancing inside, and the curious woman was drawn to it, so she had headed over and tried to enter. Before she could get inside, a friend pulled her away, and half of her body immediately became paralyzed, the half that had entered the cabin. Some believe that the woman partially entered a dimension gateway, and when she was pulled out, she experienced a shift that threw off her nervous system, resulting in partial paralyzation. The Strange Man Who Wound Up Shipwrecked in Germany from an Unknown World So, this story goes, a peculiar guy popped up in a village where he was picked up and questioned by authorities. The only comprehensible language he spoke was a broken variation of German, but he said his name was Jofar Voren and claimed to come from a part of the world known as Sakria. He conveyed that he was searching for his long-lost brother, who he'd been separated from during a shipwreck. While he had ge- ge- geography, <laughs> geographical information regarding his home planet, such as five compartments known as Sakria, Aflar, Aslar, Oslar, and Uplar, he couldn't trace his route on shore and would wind up living in Berlin, where he was the topic of discussion among scientific and simply curious communities. That's very cool. I mean, not for him, but... (laughs) All right, number seven. The man who was teleported to a parallel universe while driving. In November 1986, a man named Pedro Olivia Ramirez was driving from Seville to a town called Alcala de Guadaria when he went around a curve and allegedly found himself on a six-lane highway. He continued driving down the straight road, seeming seeing unfamiliar things like 20-story housing units, unidentified structures, and grass about two feet high along the edge of the road. Shortly thereafter, he felt a hot sensation within his vehicle and heard a distant voice, and heard distant voices, one of which stood out, informing him that he'd been transferred to another country in a different hemisphere. He continued driving on the highway for an hour, then stopped to examine the unfamiliar roadside area. After getting back in his car and continuing to drive, he spotted a sign pointing to three different directions. One was labeled Malaga, the other was Sevilla, and the last was Alcabala. Pedro took the Sevilla detour, and without fully knowing why, he stopped driving. When he looked to his left, he was standing outside of his home. He was standing outside of his home in Alcala de Guadaria. Frustrated and confused, he tried to re trace his steps but could never find the crossroads or the triple road sign again number eight the universe in which the beatles never broke up in 2009 a man named james richard was living in livermore california driving home from turlock with his dog he claims that when he pulled over to let the pup empty her bladder she sprinkled She sprinted after a rabbit, and he followed after her, but tripped, knocking himself unconscious. 
When James came to, he was next to an odd machine in the company of a man named Jonas, who claimed to have found him his unconscious body while on a work trip for an interdimensional travel agency. While they were together, Jonas and Richards would wound up chatting about the pop culture in their respective universes, and the discovery that not only did the Beatles also exist in this dimension, but they were all still alive and actively making music. Richards acquired a cassette tape labeled Everyday Chemistry, which contained Beatles songs that never existed in our dimension. He even uploaded the songs to a website and called it thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com. The woman who may have visited a different dimension's darker version of her childhood town. A woman named Carol Chase McKinney was driving in San Bernardino towards Paris, California, when saw a road sign for Riverside nearby. Since that's where she and her family's roots were, she wanted to visit the familiar place. But when she arrived at the street she'd grown up on, she claimed she couldn't find her old place, and all the houses looked different. She decided to drive to the street her grandmother used to live on, but discovered it was altered as well. She tried to visit the cemetery where her grandparents were buried. It wasn't there. The lot was fenced up and full of overgrown weeds. Already baffled, Carol pulled onto University Avenue, a place where you'd normally find restaurants, hotels, and other businesses. But it was an unkept, graffiti-covered area. Something about the people there frightened her. She was afraid to get out of her car, feeling that if she interacted with the people there, she'd forever be stuck there. After a couple more frustrating hours not recognizing things, she returned to Paris. A few years later, Carol's father died and was buried in the same cemetery as her grandparents. When she arrived, everything was back to the way she remembered it growing up. Carol believed she visited a parallel dimension with an ill-fated version of Riverside. Ooh, very cool. All right, let's take a short break and get right back into the stories. All right, welcome back. Let's go on over to vocal media. In an article from Futurism, Nine Strange Stories Involving Gateways to Other Dimensions by Iggy Paulson. Do gateways to other dimensions exist? Can we literally see people from other planes of existence? These stories suggest they do, and that some people already have. Did you ever watch a TV show with a parallel universe? and wondered what you would be like in another world? I know I have. When I was younger, I used to daydream about being able to blip in and out of existence. I used to want to open up a portal to another dimension and just jump through into a world where everything was different. Maybe one day, I'd wander into a dimension where humanity actually were cat people. Perhaps another, I'd walk through a world that was destroyed in World War II. You get the picture. During my childhood, there was one thing I always wanted to read about. Alleged gateways to other dimensions. 
Many people believed that these gateways exist throughout the world as we know it, and that some of them can spontaneously open. Interdimensional gateways, also known as vortexes, have been reported on for centuries. In certain cultures, they are believed to be the places where gods would travel into this world. Once in a while, you'd hear about a person who allegedly traveled through a portal or saw something travel through, and for the same reasons why time travel is so enjoyable, these strangest tales of trips to other planes are exciting as they are strange. To kick off this list, we're about to talk about one of the most paranormal places in America, Skinwalker Ranch. This small Utah-based ranch has become infamous for high strangeness, UFO sightings, Bigfoot sightings, and mysterious voices that echo out of nowhere. Skinwalker Ranch regularly has reports of strange gateways to other dimensions, often in the form of circles that open up in the sky to reveal a differently colored sky inside of it. Once in a while, ranchers report seeing crafts flying in and out of these holes. Strange as it may be, it seems like the gateways that open up aren't totally limited to the sky. During the initial time ranchers spent there, they ran into a wolf that was also almost the size of their car. The wolf seemed intelligent and even let them pet it. Then it attacked the ranchers' cows. They chased after the wolf and shot at it, only to have the wolf vanish before their eyes. The wolf was real. They felt it and it left visible bite marks on their cow. Later on, ranchers saw a very strange hyena-like animal with long bushy tail and a large he head that attacked animals, only to vanish into thin air shortly after. What's interesting about this is they let later found out that the wolf they saw matched the description of a dire wolf, a species that died out 10,000 years ago. The hyena-like creature also matches the description of a Dinocrocuda gigantea, an extinct creature that lasted, that existed 4.5 million years ago in Asia. So how did some prehistoric animals phase in and out of existence like that? It is possible that these extinct animals might not really be extinct. It sounds like they may have come from a vortex that temporarily let them walk around the ranch, doesn't it? In early part of this decade, China had a serious spate of strange sightings involving cities that seemed to float above people in the sky. The floating cities looked nothing like the cities where they were spotted and had details including towers, windows, and even signs. The strange phantom cities appeared years apart, often on cloudy days over rivers nearby. Some scientists believe that this may be an extreme version of a mirage known as a Fada Morgana. However, there's an issue with this explanation. Fada Morgana is known to just make things look like they were floating above water and is mostly often a reflection of what's nearby. These cities are not reflections of the cities they were spotted in, so what were these? A lot of people believe that these were openings of gateways to other dimensions that just so happened to be too high to be accessible. Others believe it may have been a government experiment. 
either way, it definitely raises some questions that make you wonder. Peru's Marco Wazi Stone Forest is often considered one of the most active gateways to other dimensions in South America. The beautiful picturesque forest, in quotes, is known to have massive rock outcroppings that seem to have humanoid shape to them, despite no known history of them being carved. Natives to the area have long considered the stone forest to be a sacred place, not to mention one that's to be feared. Its reputation for having gateways to another dimension comes from the fact that many mysterious disappearances have happened there over the centuries. All right, and here's that same story we talked about, um, about the woman being partially paralyzed going into a cabin there. So if you're into strange and otherworldly, Peru should be on your next travel destination. That is rumored to have an interdimensional portal is known as the Gate of the Gods. This stone structure is known for having two doorways, a smaller human-shaped one and a larger one, which allegedly would be the one the gods came through. The Gate of the Gods is a solid structure, so there's no way to enter the door unless there's something supernatural going on. All that really sets aside the alleged gateway from other blocks of stone are a series of small indentations. Like with any sort of tale involving opening portals to alternate dimensions, there was a way to get things going. To use the Gate of the Gods, you needed the right tools. Inside the structure was a small depression that would fit a handheld disc. This disc was allegedly the key to the gateway and once placed in the depression, would have caused the door to shimmer and glow. Once the door shimmered, the gate of the gods could be used. The legend suggests that the Incas may have made this gateway defunct. During the time of the conquistadors, an Incan priest realized that the gate of the gods was too powerful to let fall into the grips of the European thieves. So he took the sacred disc pressed it into the gateway, and jumped through, snatching the disc on his way out. That being said, this is one of the few gateways to other dimensions that still sees its fair sh share of high strangeness. Dream another dream. What if you want to go to another dimension, but you don't have the money for a trip to Peru? If you could go, If you go online, forums... You'll see that there are plenty of people who claim that one of the easiest gateways to other dimensions to access is through your dreams. Many people claim to get glimpses of alternate, alternate dimensions in their dreams, oftentimes going so far as to describe details that other dimensions alternate history. One forum user on Experience Project called Mobuwan explained it this way. I have also had recurring settings in my dreams in which nothing really happens, but I am revisiting cities and people that don't exist in this world. These strange cities are so detailed that I can draw you on a, a map of them. I've died three times in three different worlds, and I haven't had dreams about those worlds since. 
I know how drowning feels because that is one of the ways I died. This would sound like a typical dream if it wasn't for the fact that some people keep revisiting the same alternate realities or even go so far as to mention details about languages they don't know. Alcala de... Let's see. They're talking about Mr. Ramirez that had a weird road trip that we already mentioned. The only detail this one includes different is that even the cars that he saw on the road were different. He saw old Cadillacs racing past him uh, with complete alien license plates. All right. The Gate of the Sun. Another one that of the many gateways to other dimensions found in South America is the Gate of the Sun. And much like Peru's Gate of the Gods, the Gate of the Sun is most known for its legendary uses rather than its current paranormal activity. According to legend, the Gate of the Sun would allow people to travel between worlds. It would also be used by gods as a way to commune with humans in the area. However, unlike the Gate of the Gods, the Gate of the Sun was a legit stone doorway you could walk through. The Gate of the Sun was allegedly knocked into dysfunction after a sudden catalyst happened, and when conquistadors found it, the gate was indeed knocked onto its side. Since the gate fell, there has been no sign of interdimensional travel. However, the stone archway still seems to carry a uniquely jarring energy around it. People claim to hear disembodied voices whenever they, they're near it, and some also feel a strange sensation similar to that of static electricity. All right, the unexplainable crash. Throughout the American West, there's an unspoken understanding that strange things tend to happen out in the desert. This is doubly true on certain highways and regions where skinwalkers are said to roam. One common theme among legends is the belief that gateways to other dimensions can open up at random on these roads. In 1972, four Southern Utah University girls were returning from a rodeo in Nevada, learned this pretty darn well. They got into the car and went through Gadianton Canyon as a way to cut through to Utah in record time. Soon after, it became clear that something was amiss. The desert badlands gave way to a road with grass and pine trees. The normal black asphalt changed to white concrete behind them, and no desert could be found. The girls began to get scared, knowing that they never saw these sights on the way to the event. Worried they may have misread the map, they pulled over to a small picnic table and decided to figure out. They got out of the car, stretched their legs, and looked around. Then, one of them let out a scream. On the road next to them were four black egg-shaped vehicles on wheels that emitted bright light from an unseen source. The strange machines began to approach them, and the girls ran into the car and drove off. The strange egg-like cars followed them aggressively as they got back on the road. Their area started to return to its normal appearance. Worried about the bizarre crafts behind them, the girls ran off the road and crashed their car.
Their pursuers were nowhere to be found. Shortly after the accident, police were called by a friendly motorist who spotted the wrecked car. When police took a look at the car accident, they were able to look at the marks in the sand from where the car careened off the road. The tracks from their car abruptly started and stopped as if someone had literally just dropped the car from the sky. No explanation was ever found as to how this could happen or what the girls saw that night. I felt like that was so similar to the one we already read, but this one has details that the other one didn't, so I just kept reading. All right, the Philadelphia Experiment. If you believe rumors and conspiracy theories, then you might be aware of one of the most more alarming stories involving gateways to other dimensions. This one doesn't involve aliens or ancient civilization. It involves good old Uncle Sam. According to some witnesses, there was a strong effort by the United States government to create an interdimensional portal. Some also suggest that it was an attempt at an invisibility cloak. Either way, something strange happened and technology was involved. One day in the 1940s, people were lounging by the shore, saw the fully staffed USS Eldridge vanish before their eyes. The ship reappeared miles away, but the Eldridge definitely didn't look too good. Not that anyone who just traveled through a dimensional portal would. The ship itself appeared untouched from the outside, but the crew definitely appeared worse for the wear. Many died with the expression of terror on their face. Some reappeared fused to the ship, or even cut in half through the ship's floor. Those whose bodies were intact mostly appeared insane. Some, though, were able to recant what they saw. Some claimed to see people who died, while others said they traveled through time. Regardless, the entire experiment remains clouded in mixed reports and legend. It seems like Uncle Sam really wanted to cover up what happened. Alright, that's the end of that article. That's really cool. I would like to fact check that. Because if that happened, that's amazing. There's so many cover-ups. Like, I wish if we found out that there were aliens, we would just turn a scientific eye on it instead of, um, you know, covering stuff up. Like, we found out how to jump dimensions, but it's dangerous. I'd understand that as a, <laughs> a citizen. Wouldn't be like, freedom for dimension jumping. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, some people got cut in half and stuff. Okay, so it's dangerous. I won't do it. <laughs> but, like, that's cool if that really happened. I know I was reading one article that said that there was some kind of Antarctica um, study where they were studying neutrinos and all that kind of stuff, and they actually heard radio signals from beneath the ice um so that was cool but in future uh experiments it like debunked them thinking that it was a uh, another dimension but hey who am i to say i didn't want to read that whole article to you because it was long <laughs> all right let's take a short break and get back into our next story
All right, we're going to jump on over to medium.com. Um, a user named Connor Moss wrote the top 10 parallel universe stories. Um, I'm going to skip around on here because we've already mentioned some of the stories that he does as well. Um, so I'm going to start with the dis disappearance of William Cantello. Most of the disappearances and appearances on this list seem to be done spontaneously, but if historical records are correct, at least one instance of interdimensional travel was done on purpose. An eccentric inventor by the name of William Cantello was working on his newest invention, a rapid-firing machine gun. Cantello had told his sons that he was going to go to the market to sell it, and that was the last anyone ever saw of him. A private investigator suggested that Cantello could have gone to America, but that too was difficult to prove. The mystery gets a bit stranger after about 20 years, when an American man by the name of Hiram Maxim invented a rapid-firing machine gun by the name of the Maxim gun. Maxim bore an uncanny resemblance to the missing inventor, so much so that Cantello's sons actually mistook Maxim for their father. To make things even more bizarre, Hiram Maxim claimed in his autobiography that there was a man who was impersonating him. This suggests that Maxim might have been dealing with the flack from being mistaken for Cantello for quite some time. Could it be that Ma Hiram Maxim was an alternate history version of Win William Cantello? Many have suggested this to be the case. All right, Casper Hauser. The story of Casper Hauser has been pegged as the num as a number of things. Some believe that it was the work of a man who wanted to pull a long con on high society. Others believe that Casper Hauser was the victim of bad ab abuse. Still, more believe that he's a traveler from another dimension. All that we know for sure was that he was a mysterious man who had appeared from nowhere. In 1928, a young man with a limp was seen walking through the streets of Nuremberg. He called himself Caspar Hauser, could barely speak, and had an envelope that was addressed to the captain of the Nuremberg Calvary in his hand. Upon seeing the envelope, authorities brought him to the guardhouse, fed him, and offered him beer. Things started to get stranger when he began to behave like he had never drank beer or ate food before. Caspar Hauser didn't know much about the outside world, and it seemed like he wasn't used to wearing shoes. After some tutoring in German, he began to discuss his prior life. Being locked in a room, given scraps of food, and having a single toy horse for company. He never saw his jailer, nor did he know who his father was. He was sensitive to foods, colors, and even magnets. It was as if the world was completely new to him. Eventually, he became adopted by a socialite of Nuremberg and soon became part of high society. The attention, particularly after he wrote his autobiography, proved to be his undoing. He dealt with multiple assassination attempts, and it appears that one was eventually successful. Where did this man come from? Was it even our world?
All right. The Man from Lisbia. In 1905, Paris police had arrested a strange-looking man for stealing a loaf of bread. It soon became clear that this man didn't speak any recognizable language at all. The language he spoke sounded similar to Esperanto, but didn't have the right grammar at times. After much difficulty, police had finally found a way to get him to explain something about himself. They successfully asked him where he was from. He replied, Lisbia. And people initially thought he was from Lisbon. He didn't understand Portuguese, though, and he didn't recognize the map of Portugal when it was presented to him. It didn't take too much time for people to realize he actually meant that Lisbia was a country. Not much could be found about what happened to him. Could it be he went to his home reality? All right. Atsuro Boone. Atsuro Boone has the title of being one of the oldest legends in Japan dealing with UFOs, as well as being one of the oldest legends dealing with interdimensional beings. Utsuro Boon means hollow ship and refers to the appearance of a strange ship made out of metal and wood with crystal windows that had arrived off the shores of Japan's Hitachi province. Inside the extremely futuristic ship was a woman with pale skin, bright red hair, and white hair extensions. When she had run into locals, the startled woman was terrified. She didn't speak a language that anyone recognized, and she kept clutching a strange box. When locals searched her, chi- her ship, they only found two sheets, a small water supply, and some strange food that seemed to be a pastry made out of bread and meat. Unsure what else to do, the locals put the woman back on her strange ship and set her back out to sea. Normally, this wouldn't be debunked as a strange form of fiction, but the same woman has been landing off Japan's shores a number of times. Writings that appeared on the ship also reproduced in a number of the scrolls that described her, and it's not a language that can be recognized anywhere in the world. Because of her human appearance, many people believe that she was a person who was lost in the wrong dimension. Very cool. More sightings at Skinwalker Ranch. Certain areas just seem like they naturally have a pool with the paranormal. And in the Unta Basin, the most notorious place for high strangeness, again, is the Skinwalker Ranch. The ranch has long been reputed to have multiple portals to another dimension. And many people who have spent the night there have witnessed strange happenings that couldn't be explained in any other way. Perhaps the best described sightings of interdimensional beings and travel comes in Hunt for the Skinwalker. In the book, a hunter describes seeing an interdimensional tunnel open up while using his binoculars. At first, it just looked like a bright yellow circle, but it soon began to have more depth. After it opened, the witness began to talk about a large, faceless creature visibly crawling through it and then leaving the bright, shining portal before clambering into the woods. The hunters quickly left the scene, 
knowing full well that they didn't want to be anywhere near that strange creature. Though it is the most jarring evidence of interdimensional beings traversing the ranch, many other people have been cited or quoted. Animals that don't exist, inhumanly fast people, and unidentified craft have been all been seen in the vicinity. Do parallel universes exist? We might ha- live in a multiverse by Vicki Stein and Daisy DeBerfic. Sci-fi loves parallel universes, but could we really be in one? Parallel universes are no longer just a feature in a good sci-fi story. There are now some scientific theories that support the idea of parallel universes beyond our own. However, the multiverse theory remains one of the most controversial theories in science. Our universe is unimaginably unimaginably big. Hundreds of billions, if not trillions, of galaxies spin through space, each containing a billion or trillion of stars. Some researchers studying models of the universe speculate that the universe's diameter could be 7 billion light years across. Others think it could be infinite. But is it all that's out there? Science fiction loves the idea of a parallel universe, and the thought that we might be living and the thought that we might be living just one of an infinite number of possible lives, multiverses aren't reserved for Star Trek, Spider-Man, and Doctor Who. Real scientific theory explores, and in some cases supports, the case of universes outside and parallel to, or distant from, but mirroring our own. Around 13.7 billion years ago, everything we know of was an infinitesimal singularity. Then, according to the Big Bang Theory, it burst into action, inflating faster than the speed of light in all directions for a tiny fraction of a second. Before 10 to 32 seconds had passed, the universe had exploded outward to 10 to 26 times its original size in the process called cosmic inflation. And that's all before the expansion of matter that we usually think of as the Big Bang itself which was a consequence of all this inflation. As the inflation slowed, a flood of matter and radiation appeared, creating the classic Big Bang fireball, and began the form of atoms, molecules, stars, and galaxies that populate the vastness of space that surrounds us. The mysterious process of inflation and the Big Bang have convinced some researchers that the multiple universes are possible, or even very likely. According to theoretical physicist Alexander Vilenkin of Tufts University in Massachusetts, inflation didn't end everywhere at the same time. While it ended for everything that we can detect from Earth 13.8 billion years ago, cosmic inflation in fact continues in other places. This is called the theory of eternal inflammation, or inflation. And as inflation ends in a particular place, a new bubble universe forms. Vilenkin wrote for Scientific America in 2011. Those bubble universes can't contact each other because they continue to expand indefinitely. 
if we were to set off for the edge of our bubble where it might butt up against the next bubble universe over, we'd never reach it because the edge is zipping away from us faster than the speed of light and the faster than we could ever travel. But even if we could reach the next bubble, according to the internal to eternal inflation combined with string theory, our familiar universe with its physical constants and habitable conditions could be totally different from the hypothetical bubble universe next to ours. This picture of the universe, or multiverse as it's called, explains the long-standing mystery of why the constants of nature appear to be fine-tuned for the emergence of life, Villikin wrote. The reason is that the intelligent observers exist only in those rare bubbles in which, by pure chance, the constants happen to be just right for life to evolve. The rest of the multiverse remains barren, but no one is there to complain about it. Villikin's explanation applies that in some of the infinite bubble universes outside of our own, there could be an other intelligent observers, but in every instant that passes, we get farther away from them, and we will never intersect. All right, welcome back. We're going to go over to indiatimes.com. And it's seven true stories from Reddit that hint at the existence of alternate realities by Tanya Sirohi. Do parallel universes really exist? While still a theory, is found backing from renowned physicist Stephen Hawking. So if for a minute we can assume assume they do exist, then the argument of alternate realities existing does follow. In fact, the two terms are often even used interchangeably. Now, this alternate reality may have different versions of you. The other you, you may look at the same, but can have different set of aspirations. The possibilities are endless. The following glitch Glitch in the Matrix stories from Reddit users who claim to have experienced this, given few possible clues. A glitch in the Matrix, the Matrix being the mold that holds the multiverse, can occur. One can only assume when two parallel universes overlap for a brief moment in time, and a person from one reality is able to cross over to another completely different reality. When this happens, seems to vary. Could be when you're falling asleep, driving your car, or just going about your day. It's occurrence it seems cannot be controlled, timed, or decided. It happens when it has to. And maybe once that's done, you come back to your original reality the same way you went in. Number one, the vanishing road. About four years ago, I lived in this fairly small fly speck of a town. At the time, I had lived there for about 12 years, so I knew my way around. Our house was about a mile and a half away from the nearest neighborhood. Our mom intentionally picked the house due to the lack of neighbors. It was tucked away on a back road with woods surrounding it. Every now and again, I liked to take walks with my little brother, who at the time was about 13. We decided to do just that. We headed up the road and tried to find a new path or a new clearing that we hadn't discovered yet, when we noticed something a little shocking. 
Just off the road that led almost directly to the neighborhood, there was a brand new paved road. Every road in that part of town was a gravel road, so seeing an out-of-place paved road was pretty unusual. We stared at it for a while and came to the conclusion it must have been made within the last few days due to the modern but slow growth of the town. However, we had no explanation for how they did it so fast. We decided to explore it a little bit. I remember as soon as we set foot on the road, the air became notably colder by at least five degrees. The road itself was black pavement, but no dividing lines. It was surrounded by some thick red trees that resembled redwoods, but they were too short and non-native to our state, which is southern Arkansas. We walked on the road about three miles until we decided to head back due to it getting dark. When we got off the road, we felt the temperature go back up, and my brother and I agreed to explore it the next day. At roughly noon the following day, we set back out to explore this place, only to discover that the entire road was now missing. When I say missing, I mean the trees that were cleared to make it apparently had grown back, and there was no sign of the redwood-like trees. We even began to explore the woods once more but only to find no sign that it ever existed. When we asked our parents about it, they said they knew nothing about any new road work being done near us. All right, number two, the doppelganger. I used to work at a dog rescue in the Midwest before moving to the East Coast. It was a small rescue with about 10 employees max, and we were all pretty tight-knit. Nobody there resembled me. I'm exceptionally short and have different hair than anyone else there, so it wasn't easy to mistake someone for me or vice versa. This place was also haunted. We all heard a female voice yelling at us, singing near us when we were completely alone. Almost everyone saw apparitions or reflections when no one was there. So this place was already full of some weird energy to begin with, but then it got weirder. During my last couple months, coworkers started sending me odd texts. They would text me on my days off asking why I was there and where I had just disappeared to. I would always reply that I wasn't even there. While I was there, occasionally someone would jump at the sight of me and say something like, what the hell? You were just outside. I saw you through the window. Or, I just saw you in the storage room. How did you get here so fast? They couldn't understand how I'd gotten to point A to point B and possibly fast. Every time, I would be baffled and explained I wasn't where they thought I was before. A good example that I remember well was the one... was this one. I was in the backyard. The only door in from there goes through the main adoption room then exit on the other side about 50 feet away in a hallway containing a kitchen and some private meeting rooms. I walked in from outside, saw my coworker coming into the room from the hallway. She looked at me and gasped, then opened the door behind her to the hallway. She explained that she had just seen me in the kitchen doing dishes, but when she opened the door, which lay about six feet beyond the kitchen door, there I was coming in from outside. It was actually impossible. This is when we started to understand that something very strange was going on. 
We all sat around and talked about it, and it turned out almost everyone was seeing a phantom version of me. Every time they saw it, it turned around and didn't interact with them. It would go into some strange places too. For example, someone watched me go into a closet holding the water tank and followed me, asking some questions about work matters. As soon as they turned into the closet, I was gone. I hadn't walked into that closet at all around that time, let alone on that day. My best guess is that I was in the middle of a job making a major or I was in the middle of making a major life decision about either staying in the city at this job and taking a promotion or coming back home to the East Coast. The decision was extremely stressful for me to make as I really loved that job. I'm surmising that my energy literally just split somehow, and that version of me was hanging around there while I endured so much angst over staying or leaving. If I want to get super weird about it, I could say that maybe it was another reality. I decided to stay there, and maybe those two timelines were intersecting and glitching onto one another. They continued to see me after I moved home thousands of miles away. Number three, my friend, the time traveler. Now this happened when I was around 16 years old. I was a fairly normal kid, spent a bit too much time on the computer though, so I made a lot of friends with both nerdy kids and popular kids. It all starts when I met this nerdy kid who I'll call Gavin for the sake of the story. Gavin and I started becoming decent friends because of our interest in World of Warcraft. Gavin was really socially awkward guy in real life, although he's a cool dude to talk to online. He's also a genius, who had an IQ of around 180 as far as I remember. I did the same test he did in school, and I got a 103, so it's the real deal. Gavin and I came to each other's houses a lot after we became good friends. We would chill, play World of Warcraft, watch videos on YouTube, and play chess. He was a pretty cool guy, and soon enough, he was one of my best friends. One day, I decided to come over to his house uninvited. Might be a dick move, but I was a teenager at the time, and I just thought we were really good friends, so it was cool. So I knocked on his door, and this older-looking guy opened, around 40. He had a little bit of gray hair and a beard. Now, at first, I assumed this was Gavin's dad, because they look eerily similar but then I remembered Gavin doesn't have a dad. I then assumed he was a relative. I asked him if Gavin was home. He laughed and told me that he's Gavin. I found this a bit weird, but it could be a coincidence or Gavin was simply named by his uncle. I told him I'm looking for the 16-year-old Gavin, described him to the guy, and he started looking uneasy. After some hesitation, he said Gavin was not home. I asked him when he was going to get home, didn't really go into questioning who he was, and he gave me a time after thinking for a few seconds. So I came over at the given time, and my friend, 16-year-old Gavin, opened the door. I told him that his relative was there. He told me he has no relative with the same name as him. He also told me he was home at the time I came and met the 40-year-old. He... We both found this extremely weird, and our only explanation is time travel. I still keep in touch with Gavin, who happens to be studying quantum mechanics at 
at the time. He's, we still haven't told anyone this story. Very cool. All right, number four, the car. So I've never discussed this with anyone other than my sister and a friend of mine. Around the age of 11, my family decided to go and visit my grandparents. And while we were there, I decided to go out and play around for a bit. They lived in a flat in the middle of the city. They had a road that had stores and then a car park on the right that had enough space for me to play around with my friends that lived there. As I got down and ran to the car park, a car went past that nearly crashed into me. And in that car were three passengers, a woman, her daughter, and a male driver. As I dodged that car, they looked like they had no emotions whatsoever and really looked really dull. And as I focused into the car, the male driver was my dad, very easily distinctive. And the car was our car, same color, same car plates, same everything. As I was in there with shock, I instantly ran up to the car thinking it was stolen, but our car was right there. I turn around to follow the other car, and all I know, the car was no longer there. Standing there in shock, I ran upstairs to my grandparents' house without knowing what to do or what to say. Luckily, my sister was right by the door, and I told her the story and what I saw. At this moment in time, I didn't mention the part of our car still. For all I know, there's, there's she is laughing at me, and she told me that my dad hasn't left the house yet. Ever since I tried to explain to myself what I saw, but I was unable to express what my eyes saw and finding out about this subreddit today, hopefully you guys can help me out. Quick notes about the passenger and my family. At the time of what I had happened, I was the youngest child of two. My sister was five years older than me, and when my sister was born, she was told she was, wasn't going to live past a week. Then my mom would never be able to have kids ever again. The passenger was a woman that slightly looked like my mom, but I was more shocked about the fact of me seeing my dad with another woman in the car. P.S. We're now a family of six. All right, number five, deja vu. So I discovered this subreddit yesterday, and after reading many stories here, I remembered some weird shit that happened to me year, a few months ago. When I wake up, the first thing I do is get on my computer, and so I did that one morning. I decided I'd check my subscription feed on YouTube, and the first video that showed up was just some mundane storytime type of video. Unfortunately, I don't really remember what it was or who the author was anymore. I don't usually watch this time, type of stuff, but for some odd reason, I had an urge to click on it, see what it was. So I did. I watched a few seconds of the video unamused and suddenly I got a huge feeling of deja vu. I felt like I'd watched this video before. The weirdest thing is that I started reciting it. I knew every word in the video. Why would I know that? I don't remember things so clearly when I have deja vu. I freaked out because watching this video before was impossible. It was uploaded 20 minutes before I had watched it. I even checked if this was some sort of re-upload or remake, but it wasn't. 
I didn't look any further into it at the time because my dad had a car accident just a short while after it happened. I forgot about the incident afterwards. Glitch in the Matrix made me remember. I know it's a small insignificant compared to the other stories here, but it creeped me out when I think about it now. I probably have more stories like this, but unusually I just blame it on my brain for making me see things. Number six, the man. The story from my perspective. While at a festival, a man walked up to me and stared me dead in the eyes. His irises were so dark that it was impossible for me to distinguish his pupils. He spoke. What was that? Do you see it? I suddenly saw a bright array of colors surrounding him, much like I'd think to be an aura. Can you hear it? The aura faded, and I heard a bunch of high-pitched harmonic hums, resembling an ensemble of singing bowls. Perhaps you can smell it. The sound was no longer present, but I smelled an indescribable fragrance. It was a little bit of a stretch to say it resembled lavender. Or can you taste it? I experienced a taste in my mouth similar to that of a cough drop. My mind was blown. And from what I experienced, this man was playing off of my senses simply by looking at me and speaking. It was as if he had special consciousness-related powers. I asked him his name, and he said, I have no name. And he walked away. I never saw him again. Possible explanation. Skepticism. It was my third day at the festival. I was sleep-deprived and a little dehydrated, which could have induced a mild delirium. That, on top of my active search for anomalous phenomena, I was simply exhibiting a strong form of confirmation bias that altered my perspective. Objectively, this man just said a bunch of nonsense that happened to mix strangely with my state of mind at the time. Idealism? My experience was as real as it gets. This man was a guru of some sort, perhaps an ET, and maybe a very experienced hypnotist. He used consciousness as a gateway to a realm of reality unknown to the unorthodox or the orthodox perspective. To fully understand what happened, a radical worldview change must come forth. My conclusion? The data fits both explanations, so which is the true one? I don't know, but I assure you the raw experience was real. Judging by experience alone, someone was playing with my senses. Discussing whether or not it actually happened calls into question the concept of objective objectivity and the validity of the intuitive and subjective as means of investigating reality. So yes, someone played with my senses, to me. What that means, whether that counts as real, is up to the individual ideological framework. I mean, real or not, it's cool that it happened to you. Number seven, a girl who dreams. It started around the time I had just gotten into high school. So around the time I was about 12 or 13, I guess. It was register period on the first day back after school holidays, second semester for anyone who is curious. We all wait for our names to be read, and each of us reply. The teacher reads out a name, and nobody answers. Out of nowhere, I get this feeling like someone just ripped my stomach out and replaced it with ice cubes. 
I find it odd, but I can't shake the feeling. Anyway, about five minutes later, another new student enters the class. My jaw almost drops. Except for having red hair, she could have been my twin otherwise. The teacher sits her near me, and I can't stop staring. She notices me and looks just as astonished. We begin a conversation, but the uneasy feeling stays with me. About 10 minutes later, the principal walks into the classroom, and I freeze. Clutch the desk. Here it comes. The teacher notices and walks over to the principal. They lean in together, and he whispers something to her. She nods, and he steps forward, facing the class. I'm sorry, class, but Miss X, girl not present at register that morning, has passed away over the holidays. She committed suicide. I tuned out the rest of what was said and just started crying uncontrollably, and that set off the rest of the class. Now, the dreams. The dreams started after this. I cannot say why, as I don't know. To go into each and every specific dream would be insanity, as it is very detailed. Let's just say when people I have no contact with, no matter how briefly, or I have had contact with, no matter how briefly in life, are about to die, I dream their deaths about three days beforehand. I will simply state that it is not possible to be mere coincidence based on how people's deaths I have dreamt. The list, two colleagues I have worked with, three grandparents, one great-grandfather, one friend, one friend's grandfather, two school teachers, murder-suicide like my dream, one lady I briefly met for five minutes one day at work, at least three friends, all dead within three days of my dreams. Make of it what you will. I mean, I've always believed in the power of dreams and that you can have precognition like not precognition, that sounds like the wrong word, but foresight. I believe that could be some kind of spiritual gift. So I believe it could happen. Um, let's take a short break and get back at it after this. All right, now we're going to go over to... Reader's Digest and talk about the 44 Mandela effects examples that are seriously mind-bending. If you ever had a vivid memory of something happening that turned out to never have occurred, you'll be happy to know there's a name for the phenomenon and you're not alone in this seemingly alternate reality. All right, by Kelly Bryant. The Mandela Effect. Nelson Mandela's death. In her explanation of the Mandela effect, Broom cites how she and a number of other acquaintances have clear memories of an activist and former South, Amer South African president Nelson Mandela dying in a prison years before his actual passing, complete with a televised funeral. However, in reality, Mandela passed away in 2013 from respiratory tract infection. This raised the question, how can so many people, strangers even, have the same memory of something that didn't happen as they remember it? Yeah, I'm one of the ones that remember his funeral on TV. <laughs> so, I don't know. All right, Curious George. 
What could we possibly remember incorrectly about Curious Little Monkey from popular children's literature? There is some debate about whether or not the character is illustrated with a tail. Many remember Curious George as having one of those having one in the books written by H.A. Ray, but no, George never had a tail. These are going to trip me out. The Berenstain Bears. While we're on the subject of children's books, characters, we'd be remiss without mentioning that sweet country bear family, the Berenstain Bears. Wait, do you think we have hit a typo? Many report the family name spelled Berenstain with an "een" instead of an "ain," But no, they are the Berenstains. Always have been, likely always will be. I remember Berenstain. <laughs> Rich Uncle Pennybags. Ah, the Monopoly Man. Ever the shrewd business tycoon, he is always dressed in the nines with his top hat and monocle. He did wear a monocle, didn't he? Apparently he did not. Guess Rich Uncle Pennybags had great vision after all, because he was never drawn with the eyepiece. Many of us just picture him that way in our alternate memories. Lindbergh Baby In 1932, American aviator Charles Lindbergh experienced the unthinkable. His 20-month-old son was kidnapped. While a host of people remember the event remaining a cold case with the child never to be seen again, that's not what happened. Sadly, the toddler boy was found a little more than two months after the initial kidnapping took place. According to the autopsy report, the child had been killed with a blow to the head not long after he had been abducted. Oh, Yabba Dabba Doo. They're the most popular Stone Age family, but with such an international recognition, why is it so many people don't know how to spell the Flintstones' family name? A lot of times, the first T in Flintstones is dropped, while the animated bird referred to the Flintstones. Nope, their name has always had the two of the letter T, Flintstones. The Flintstones aren't alone with misspellings. They're the most expensive typos ever to have happened. That's all, folks. In another animated Mandela Effect oddities, Bugs Bunny and crew are all members of this Looney Tunes family. Yes, that's Tunes, spelled T-U-N-E-S, not Tunes, T-O-O-N-S. This alternate memory is a little more understandable. After all, they're cartoons, so spelling it Looney Tunes would make a heck of a lot more sense. Don't you think? There's actually a logical explanation for it, though. But it doesn't give it. <laughs> Mother Teresa. As per the Mandela Effect website, one of the most notable alternate memories is the canonization of Mother Teresa. It appears a large segment of, popular, of the population recalls her becoming a saint back in the 1990s. This, however, isn't the case. According to CNN, Mother Teresa was declared a saint in 2016 by Pope Francis. Star Wars In a galaxy far, far away, the Mandela Effect exists. 
Yes, the phenomenon has even infiltrated Star Wars. While even the most diehard of fans quoted the quintessential moment in The Return of the Jedi as Darth Vader saying, Luke, I am your father. That is not what he said. In actuality, Vader said, no, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. All right. Let's see. Their website's a little hard to navigate. All right, Snow White. Here's another cinematic discrepancy that we apparently all remember incorrectly. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Who can forget the way in which the evil queen says the phrase, mirror, mirror on the wall? Who is the fairest of them all? Most of us. But that is not what the villain says. The actual line is, magic mirror on the wall. Old Smokey. This one might make you question your entire childhood. Remember the character that popped up in all those wildfire prevention PSAs? Smokey the Bear? That's him. Or is it? While he's commonly referred to as Smokey the Bear, his real name is simply Smokey Bear. And his website confirms it. Abe the Goda. There's a good chance at least once in your lifetime you've presumed a celebrity or public figure has passed, when in fact they're still very much alive. Actor A. Vigoda might be the most Mandela Effect example of this. Vigoda, who actually died in 2006, was reported dead by a number of different media outlets for some 30 years prior. Chartreuse? Ah, chartreuse. Such a lovely shade of pink, isn't it? Or do we mean green? There's a divide about whether or not chartreuse is in the green family or reddish pink. We're here to tell you that it is actually a yellow-green color and reportedly gets its name from the liquor called chartreuse. Cinderella's Castle Today, Cinderella's Castle in Disneyland parks around the world sits in the Magic Kingdom just beyond Main Street, an iconic symbol of the theme park. Do you remember when the castle was served as the main entrance to the Magic Kingdom? Lots of people do. The only problem is the castle has always been in the exact same spot and was never located near the admission turnstiles. Henry VIII King Henry VIII is perhaps the best known for his six, yes, six marriages, but history buffs also recall an infamous portrait of the monarch standing with a turkey leg in one hand. There's nothing wrong with enjoying a turkey leg, but this alleged portrait never happened. Absolutely zero evidence today of Henry VIII holding an aforementioned turkey leg, despite the widespread alternate memory alluding to it. Challenger Explosion While it, the Challenger space shuttle exploded 73 seconds after liftoff, it shocked the world. But the date of the tragedy is somehow hotly contested, with memories of it occurring in 1983, 84, or 85. 
It in fact happened on January 28th, 1986. It's possible the alternate memory exists because Space Shuttle Challenger had experienced successful missions previously, including its initial launch in 1983. Confused State This feels like a particularly odd one, but there's a host of people who remember being taught at one time that there are 52 states in the United States, as opposed to the reality of just 50. What could this stem from? Maybe folks are confusing states with the addition of U.S. territories, like Puerto Rico or the Virgin Islands. Either way, this one is a doozy for the Mandela Effect. Why does that sound right, though? I don't know. We are the champions. With so much renewed publicity around the rock icon's queen since the release of Bohemian Rhapsody in 2018, Music lovers are taking a closer look at their hit, We Are the Champions. It became an accepted notion that the lead singer, Freddie Mercury, passionately ends the song by singing of the world, but that didn't happen in the recording, as evidenced by the lyrics. Gremlins. The 1984 cult classic was a hit with kids and adult moviegoers. But some of those that saw the movie remember the name of the villainous gremlin differently. Some say his name was Stripe, while others insist his name was Spike. As it turns out, the sinister gremlin was, in fact, Stripe. Though there is a licensed t-shirt available on Amazon under the name Spike, adding to the, con- to the confusion. All right. MASH. The television series MASH developed a lot of heartbreaking deaths throughout its 11 seasons. Some of viewers of the show clearly recall the sad fate of Corporal Walter Radar O'Reilly, played by Gary Berghoff, but in fact the character appeared through season 8 and was very much alive during the send-off episodes. In fact, Berghoff was one of two actors to reprise his MASH role from the original movie upon the series was based. Sex in the City The hit HBO series, which spawned two feature films following the exploits of four best friends living and loving in New York, is still beloved by legions of fans who watch its reruns that seem to run continuously on TV. But there is a discrepancy in the show's title. There are fans out who swear the pilot episode of the series was called Sex in the City. After all, the lead character, Carrie Bradshaw, was writing about sex, love, and relationships in the Big Apple. But nope, the title has always been Sex and the City. Febreze In another example of household name remembered with alternate spellings, Odor Eliminator Febreze comes to mind. With a spray here and a spray there, the product is intended to eliminate unpleasant odors and replace them with fresh, breezy scent. Perhaps that's why you'll find plenty of people who swear it is, or at least at one time it was, spelled F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E. However, in this reality, the stuff is Febreze. No extra E is needed. I remember it with two E's. That's crazy. 
Told you, I'm going to trip myself out reading these. C-3PO. Lovable droid C-3PO is a Star Wars legend known for his gold figure, but if you recall C-3PO as being gold and only gold, that's the Mandela effect hard at work. You see, the droid always has a silver piece on his right leg from about the knee joint down through his foot. Kit Kat. We love a hyphen as much as the next person, but one does not exist in the name for the chocolatey treat Kit Kat. In fact, there's no space between Kit and the cat either. You'll find plenty of chocolate lovers who insist at one point in time a hyphen joined the two, but we regretfully inform them they are wrong. Some of this makes me think of the book 1982 um, with the information, like the Ministry of information or whatever where they literally change history (laughs) um because like some of the stuff i do remember so this is weird shoe in for a footwear brand that has been in existence since 1992 there's still plenty of debate on how the company's name is spelled so which is it sketchers or sketchers with the t it's decidedly sketchers without the t shoe fans it's an easy mistake to make after all if you were referring to a drawing you would spell it sketch with a t but this isn't about pencil and paper it's about shoes and this classic brand is sketchers billy graham's funeral it's interesting that so many deaths of public figures are remembered quite differently from person to person reverend billy graham is one such example Some swear that remembering watching the evangelist's funeral on TV at least a decade ago, but in reality, American Graham passed away recently in 2018. Either way, there's a slew of people remembering the televised funeral for another prominent figure, the Mandela Effect at work again. Oscar winner. Despite receiving critical praise for an impressive body of work in Hollywood, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win his first Academy Award until 2016. That year, he took home the Best Actor trophy for his role in The Revenant. But many swear up and down the actor scored an Oscar before this, which is categorized categorically not the case. Sorry, DiCaprio fans. Had been nominated but never went home with the winner big. In the 1988 comedy was a huge hit for Tom Hanks. The actor portrayed Josh, a young boy who wishes he was big, then wakes up to find himself in the body of a full-grown adult. While just about everyone can agree the movie is all sorts of sweet and hilarious, there's conflicting reports about an alternate ending. In this version, they say, kid, Josh is seen sitting in a classroom only to discover a female classmate who turns out to be Susan. Big Josh's love interest. It's insinuating that Susan returned to the fairground machine and wished she could be a kid again. Hmm. 101 Dalmatians. In 101 Dalmatians, the real movie, a ginormous litter of doggies, 101 as little as the title suggests, must escape the sinister plot of the film's villain, Corella DeVille. DeVille's goal is to make fur out of pups own beautiful coats. 
Ask Disney fans and some will insist Cruella is, or at one time was, spelled D-E-V-I-L-L-E, at least in terms of the Disney films. The character has always been D-E-V-I-L. Well, that's trippy. All right, we're almost done. Forrest Gump. And we have yet another cinematic head-scratcher on our hands. Forrest Gump brought a lot of attention to the delicious box of chocolates. While most movie lovers remember the quote as, Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Gump actually says, Life is like a box of chocolates. Neil Armstrong's death. Astronaut Neil Armstrong, a pivotal figure in space exploration history, passed away in 2012. Yet many thought he died later than that, meaning they believed he lived longer than he actually did. The Mandela Effect website says he could have possibly attributed to a story about one year anniversary of his death that boasted a misleading deadline. This is one of those rare instances when a celebrity was actually believed to still be alive rather than deceased earlier. Risky Business There are some movies so iconic they get to be copied over and over again. Tom Cruise's Risky Business dance scene is one such example. In the 1983 classic, the actor dances around the house in a collared shirt, tight whiteies, and socks. And wasn't he wearing also wearing sunglasses? He's often remembered as donning shades during the epic scene, but in reality, there's no sunglasses present. Silence of the Lambs. How many times have you heard the phrase, Hello, Clarice, spoken in a creepy voice, as reference to the Silence of the Lambs? But if you're at all interested in pop culture, probably at least a dozen. But Anthony Hopkins never once uttered those words as Hannibal Lecter in the film. In the film, JFK's assassination. The assassination of John F. Kennedy while traveling in a Dallas motorcade shocked the world, with many people to this day still reflecting on where they were the moment they heard the devastating news. Often people only remember there were four passengers in the car, including JFK and Jackie Kennedy. But in fact, there were six passengers. The additional people in the car were Agent Bill Greer, a Secret Service agent, Roy Killerman, Government Governor John Col- Connolly, and Nellie Connolly. Connolly. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. J.R.R. Tolkien created an incredible world with Lord of the Rings, and fans of the books were thrilled when they turned into films. However, Gandalf is often misquoted as saying the famous line, Run, you fools, when in fact he actually said, Fly, you fools, not run. Mona Lisa There's always been a lot of back and forth talk about whether or not the Mona Lisa is smiling in the famous Leonardo da Vinci painting. There is a segment of the world's population that actually believes her expression has changed over time. Conspiracy theory or Mandela effect? You be the judge. Tough cookie. Well, here's a cookie conundrum, and no, it's not about whether or not the Oreo should be eaten whole or taken apart and consumed. 
Those with a sweet tooth recall seeing the deluxe version as being branded Oreo Double Stuffed Cookies, but in reality, it's spelled Oreo Double Stuff. That's it. Just stuff without the extra F. Wide out. Um, this one's about the spelling of it being W-I-T-E instead of spelled white. Uh, Pokemon. There are a dozen of Pokemon characters, but bright and cheerful Pikachu is easily the most recognizable character from the franchise. Somehow, though, there are plenty of people who believe Pikachu's tail included a black zigzag across it. In reality, the character's tail has always been drawn as completely yellow, with no such zigzag or stripe on which to speak. I know I drew it with a black zigzag. Alright. A few more. Carmen Sandiego. Fictional character Carmen Sandiego rocks a trench coat like nobody's business as she travels about the globe. The double-breasted coat is bold red, but there are folks who remember her wearing a yellow version at some point in time. However, there's no visual evidence that this alleged yellow piece of outerwear anywhere online. Yeah, I remember the yellow one. It's like, why would that be a big deal to capture that? But All right, the one everybody still debates is Kazam. Didn't you just love the Shaquille O'Neal playing a genie in the movie Shazam? If so, you're living in an alternate universe, because the former NBA player never appeared in the film by that name. The movie in question is in fact titled Kazam, yet it is incorrectly remembered by, well, most everyone. That isn't the one. I remember it being Sinbad. I call it Shazam or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> these have made my head hurt. Because I remember some of these. So the idea behind some of these is that we've crossed into an alternate reality. You know, one where Mount... Nelson Mandela was still alive and died later than we remember. And the Bernstein Bears were always spelled the Bernstein Bears. <laughs> I'll fight somebody on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I know this has been a long episode. Thank you for sticking with me. Um, join us on our Facebook page, Paranormal Stories and Spooky Shiz. Uh, spooky Shiz is in parentheses. Uh, make sure to join there. We post spooky memes, and you can share your story with me there. Um, and stay spooky, my friends. <laughs>